welcome to Sunshine Soph. I am your host, Soph Me, here to share rays of sunshine with you one episode at a time. Stay tuned for an inspiring message, some dope music, and overall, a good time. So pull up a chair, grab a drink, and get comfortable, because we've got some good stuff in store for you today. Welcome back to Sunshine Soph. Today, we will discuss the power of your voice and why it is important that you begin utilizing it to the best of your ability in order to help better the world. Yesterday was a magical day for me. I got the chance to meet one of my biggest inspirations growing up. Her name is Delilah, and she is a radio host that I didn't know has been on the air for 49 years now, which is what she said yesterday when I met her during a conversation at a conference that I went to. And I'll explain more of that in a minute. But I I just felt like my inner child was so alive and so excited. And I I really can't even fully explain it to you all. But the reason why she was one of my childhood inspirations is I would listen to her on the radio and she had a program that came on and it came on on different radio stations. I was familiar with Um, a specific station called Sunny 104.3. And they'd come on the radio like, Sunny 104.3. Anyways, if you're from South Florida, you know what I'm talking about. So I won't sound crazy saying that. Um, So that's where I used to hear her program come on. And she would, um, you know, you'd hear her little jingle start where it's like, Delilah. And it's just like all peaceful. And, you know, she'd welcome, she would welcome her listeners and just really speak to people in this kind and very gentle and welcoming way. And people would call in to ask for a dedication, a song dedication to a loved one. Let's say if they have someone who's sick or someone who passed or they're just in love and they want to share their love, she would pick the perfect song for them to listen to and, you know, whether reminisce about a loved one or to um, or to share that love for the person with them, right? So she always picked the perfect song. And I got to see this woman in person. I got to speak to her. And even got to take pictures. And it was just such a moment for me because I, as a child, knew I was a creative at the age of eight. I know I was listening to her program around that age range as well. Um, And since then, I've just always been encouraged to be very inspiring to people. And I didn't really realize that. And I'm not saying it's just her show that inspired me, but it was definitely a pivotal thing for me as a kid. Um, And so the more I reflect on my youth, I realize why I am passionate about media and the arts. And one of the reasons is expression in my home was limited, right? So I've said this in many ways on different platforms in my creative arts um, and my different, you know, endeavors that I've done, that when it came down to being able to express yourself in a Haitian household, it was almost unheard of. This is not something we did. And even if we did, we may not know how to express ourselves healthy in a healthy manner, at least, or at least in my home. I'm not saying all Haitians, because I'm sure there are some who are great at communication, but it's just not something that I remember in my home. And I'm pretty sure my siblings can agree with that. So expression in my home was limited, but through music and speaking and writing, that's where freedom was found for me. So I tend to be very isolated as a child because I was the youngest. So, you know, it's either I'm hanging out with my parents or um, just kind of in my notebook writing something or whatever. Um, And through that is where I found a semblance of peace and the ability to express myself. Since then, I have desired to bring that very same peace to other people. And again, someone like Delilah that I was listening to as a child 
really inspired me to continue to speak and to express myself. But I didn't realize that's what was happening. You know, you're a kid, you're just like, oh my God, this radio show is so cute. I love how it is. It's, you know, it's a nice, warm, inviting feeling, like I said earlier. And so it can be difficult to express yourself um, or you know, when you're going through troubled waters or just experiencing a lot of things in life, it can be hard to speak up or discuss that with people. Because, you know, I say it all the time, mental health is still something that's very taboo, even though more people talk about it nowadays, but it's still something that can be very difficult. Um, So I think that's part of the reason why it's super important to me, number one, to continue finding my voice and to share with other people how to do that. Finding your voice is one thing, but using it is another. For many years, I have limited my voice and, you know, now I recognize that it has been my power all along. There is healing through communication. Let me say that again so you guys can take it in. There is healing through communication. I realize now that is my purpose and that is part of my purpose, right? But I realize another thing about expression or communication is perhaps Because I have always been so talkative, it protected me as a child from things that I may not have even seen or understood was going on around me. It protected me in certain situations that I've been in, whether it be relationships or friendships that were not good for me. I ask questions, I clarify, and I want to further understand things. And there was a long time where I would say I'm not good at communication, but the the truth is I am. I'm actually really good at it. It's my job. I'm a communication specialist now. I am good at communicating. It's just that when I'm in an environment where I don't feel safe, I don't know how to fully use my voice. And that's one thing that I have not been good at. My voice is my microphone and it helps me to better navigate life. It always has, it always will. That's me. That is my thing, right? So if I have always if I allowed my introvert nature to take over all the time, I would be failing my purpose as well. But I refuse to do that. So yesterday, the event that I went to was called Vision Expo, and it basically was for um, people who are in the vision industry, I guess you could say. So eye care specialists, optometrists, opticians, you know, people who sell products in relation to that industry, all of these different things. Um, My older sister is actually an optometrist. And so she invited me because I'm going to be helping her with social media for her business. Um, And so that is basically how I got connected with Delilah, because one of the people my sister is working with sells eyeglasses and they have a line and Delilah's a spokesperson. There's a whole bunch of different connections on how I ended up being able to meet her. But the point is, literally last year, I remember I was going for a walk and I was like, I don't know what to listen to. I don't feel like listening to music. Let me find something different. I was like, you know what? I thought about Delilah randomly. I'm like, you know what? That used to be something nice to listen to when I was younger. And I've listened to her throughout the years. I never like really fully stopped. I would just kind of like pick up randomly and listen. But she, um, I ended up looking up her name and I realized she had a podcast. So I started listening to her podcast and I remember in my heart, I was like, man, it would be so cool to meet her one day. Like that'd be cool. Literally a year later, I'm standing in front of this lady. 
we're connecting while she's speaking on stage. I'm like kind of, you know, engaged as an audience member. And, you know, she kind of spoke back to me as I was speaking to her while she was on stage. Um, But anyways, Delilah shared a story during the conversation about how when she was younger, she was told she spoke too much. She, She shared a lot of different things. It was a great conversation she had with the audience there at the conference. And it was really nice. Um, but guess who also experienced that as a child? I was talkative. Yes, me. Okay. Your girl, just so funny. I was the one getting in trouble for talking. I did not fight in school. I was not rude to teachers or not that much. But one thing I did was talk. I knew how to run my mouth, whether it was jokes about schoolwork, music, TV, whatever you could think of, I would talk about it. Okay. I love making people laugh, especially at the wrong times. Now, don't get me wrong. I was not a class clown per se. There were kids in my class who were class clowns. Like they would just do the stupidest stuff. But I wasn't doing things intentionally to be stupid or dumb or anything like that. I just love to make people laugh, especially, like I said, at the wrong times, right? Um, so I just I like to be funny. It was fun. I still am funny, in my opinion, at least. Um, so it brought me joy to bring others that same joy. Now, when the parents would, as a parents, now when the teachers would call home, Um, And at this time, I was in a single household. My mom and I had moved away from my family, so she was no longer with my father. And um, so when the... When the teachers would call home and be like, oh, Sophie got in trouble today. She's been talking too much. Can you tell her not to talk so much? All my mom would say, just don't let those people call me again. Like, just try to stop talking. She knew I couldn't, right? So she never disciplined me for it, but she knew how great of a student I was. So she would just be like, just, you know, just just basically just tone it down is what she would tell me. She didn't tell me to stop. She just would tell me basically to like tone it down. And you know, like Haitian parents don't want to hear parents in general, obviously, but Haitian parents do not want to hear no teacher calling home for their student. Like that's just not okay. Right. But that was me. Like I could talk. I mean, I still can talk now. I technically do get paid for it. So that's great. Okay. Um, I get paid for my writing. I get paid to talk at work and communicate because I'm a specialist. Right. Um, so it's worked out in my favor, but I know that as a podcaster, YouTuber, actress, like my voice is going to help me even more in my life. Okay. So I just wanted to share that with you all. Cause I just thought it was so funny where I'm like, here I am finally meeting this person who I've always looked up to. And she is sharing a very similar experience to me about how she talked too much in school, but she's been in radio since she was in middle school at this point. And that I did not know about her. I was like, what? Like if I could have been in radio at, in middle school, I would have been so hyped. Like they would not be able to shut me up. But anyways, so Let's go ahead and segue into like the main crux and um, the, the meat and potatoes of this episode, the power of your voice. Your words hold a lot of power, okay? And I want you to understand that your voice has weight. Not only does it have power, but it has weight, right? It's heavy. I know sometimes we want to lose weight. We don't want things to be too big. And when it comes to your voice, let your voice be big. Let it be loud, right? Let it scream across the world. A lot of times we have been shunned if we talk too much, if we speak too loud, perhaps we might be too sassy or outspoken to people, which often scares the rest of the world. But there is power in living on the outlier of society. I'm going to say it again. There is power in living on the outlier of society. Look at me. I am a black woman, right? They have been telling us to shut up forever. (laughs) And... I realized that those women who refuse to shut up and not just black women, but those women who refuse to shut up are the ones who are constantly making things happen in their lives that they could have not have imagined. 
the louder you are, the more outspoken you are, the more you are going to reposition yourself into your destiny and your purpose and where it is that you need to go. So not allowing people to dim your light or revoke your shine is important. If I had been too timid yesterday, I would have missed out on an amazing connection. And in that moment, I was not nervous. It wasn't about meeting someone who is famous or well-known. Instead, it was about that human connection, right? To someone who is also dedicated to bringing joy to others by using their voice. That is what that moment was. You know, before that moment, I was thinking to myself, dang, what if I'm nervous? What, I'm not, what if I'm not able to speak to her? And, you know, when they said anyone have questions, I didn't really see any hands go up. One hand went up in the back. I put my hand up. And then a few seconds later, I saw one of the people helping with the event came up. He handed me the mic and I said, this is my moment. I'm going to speak. I've been listening to this woman since I was eight years old. I am now 28. That is 20 years later that I now get to meet this person. I am not going to squander this opportunity. In the words of my sister, I seize the day. And it's funny because when she said that, I was like, hey, that's my alma mater. Shout out to Montclair State. Um, that is my alma mater's uh, slogan on their their logo, Carpe Diem, which in Latin means to seize the day. What does it mean to seize the day? Take the opportunity with full advantage. This is your moment. This is your opportunity. So that's what I did. And that is what made the moment special and important to me. It was that human connection, like I said, to someone who's dedicated to bringing joy to other people by using their voice. And I learned so much more about like her foundation that she has in Ghana, which was amazing. Just helping out with like the vision of the children down there who may need glasses, medical supplies, all of these different things. And it was just such a heartwarming event. Like, so the people who help organize the event ended up helping her out with a initiative that she has had for a while for her organization to basically bring in more funds in order to bring more resources to the people um, at the program she sponsors in Ghana. And I just thought it was, it was just heartwarming. We're all crying, like, oh, makeup and I'm wiping with the little napkin I have. Like, it was just, that whole day was amazing. I was tired, but it was amazing. We were walking around New York. It was my sister, my brother-in-law. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so tired. But I wasn't being, like, I wasn't complaining because the day was such a good day. I'm like, there's nothing to complain about. I'm tired physically. Yes. Um, do I want to go home? Like, yes, but it was a good day. So I want to encourage you all to be careful with how you use your words. The way that we speak to others and to ourselves can play a major role in how our lives play out. It is not some sort of magic wand, but your voice, it does have a heavy impact on a lot of the things that we see, we experience and endure in life. So. Another thing I want to share with you. Recently, I've been reading a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. When I tell (laughs) y'all, it has been so significant to me in many, many ways. Now, I've only had it for a few months, but every time I pick up this book and read, I am delighted. I don't even use that word. I am delighted that I invested my time and money into that book. So there's a practice in it called morning pages where you are free to write three pages every morning of anything you want, complaints, success, laughter, joy, whatever. Since I've been doing this, I promise y'all, it feels like it's giving me an outlet of expression that helps to reduce my overthinking throughout the day and has brought me more focus. Now, why is that important? We spend so much time holding in our expressions because of fear. Fear that we don't know what to write, afraid of expressing the wrong thing or being judged by others. I am no, um, you know, I'm not foreign to this. I still do it. 
in different ways in my life. But the truth is, if you cannot find a simple way to express yourself to yourself, then it will always be difficult to express yourself to others. One time while I was writing one of the morning pages, I thought back to a time in elementary school when my fourth grade teacher scolded me for talking too much while in line. Mind you guys, we're outside. We're like, I don't know, going to recess or lunch, whatever. I don't know what it was. But I just remember getting in trouble for talking. And at that time, I was up to become a fifth grade patrol. For those who know, you know, when you're in fifth grade, you can become a patrol, which means like you're kind of like a hall monitor, whatever, nerd. I've always been a nerd, whatever. (laughs) So I was up to become a patrol the next year and was so excited. Now, I don't remember all of the details, but I know that getting in trouble with her was somehow connected to why I didn't get the role, or at least that's what I thought, you know, because I didn't really, I didn't really get in trouble for anything. Um, But anyways, I didn't realize, or at least I realized while getting um, to my morning pages that morning, I was like, that moment has actually stuck with me. It's remained with me all these years. So I think there is a part of me in my mind that whenever I got in trouble for talking, slowly but surely it started to chip away at me. And perhaps in my mind, I was thinking being outspoken isn't a good thing. Like you're not supposed to talk. So for years, I shut myself off from really going deep and I wouldn't talk too much about my emotions, my feelings. I was going through a lot as a middle schooler who just moved from one state to another one. I was no longer in a two parent household. I was now in a single household. And so I thought no one cared. But the thing is, this was far from the truth. And now I know that, of course, I'm older. I get it. With that said, if you have any children in your life, whether they are five years old or 15 now, and I mean right now is the time for you to encourage them to use their voice. Allow them to speak up when needed and don't make them feel bad if they are talkative. They have something to say, we all do. Knowing how to express yourself in a healthy manner should be encouraged, especially at a young age. If I understood the power of my voice at the age of eight, at eight years old, you guys, when I first became a writer and first realized I wanted to become an actress, well, maybe a few years later, I realized I wanted to be an actress, but Either way, I promise I'm confident I would have started this entire career in media way sooner. I would have been writing books. I would have been talking like I would have been out here. But there is no regret because for, you know, what is for me will not pass me by. That's one thing that I have held near and dear to my heart since last year. I just randomly felt it in my spirit and I saw it somewhere and then I saved the picture and I kept it as my lock screen on my phone for about a year. What is for me will not pass me by. Everything is aligned in the way that God ordained it and mapped it out for me. And that's simply what it is. Thank you so much for listening attentively and remaining present with me at this moment in time. You mean so much to me, your community, and especially to your inner child. Continue finding ways to heal yourself and to find joy in this world. It is possible. And that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to Sunshine Self. Make sure you tune in for our next episode. Blessings to everyone. Have a beautiful and wonderful and splendid week.